Welcome to the old bastard martini lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one, me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. don't know me, uh, I'm an award-winning illustrator, designer, and art director. I've worked for the top agencies in the Nebraska area. Uh, I even ran my own for a while, and I'm currently a freelance creative. Uh, in my time at these agencies, I made a lot of connections with a lot of interesting people. So this is me sitting down, reconnecting with folks over a couple of drinks. Uh, hope you enjoy the conversation. Hey, today's show, I've got Anthony Banks. Anthony is, uh, I believe, the term uh, graphic design manager for Thrasher. He's really involved with AIGA Nebraska. Does a lot of great hand lettering, quite an illustrator as well. Um, And when you hear about his story about how he came into design, that'll make a little bit more sense. So today we talk about how he ended up here in Nebraska. Um, So join us in our booth at the back as we share our drinks and our stories. I always remembered your name because of uh, the band Genesis. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's, man, talk about a reference that definitely puts us in our timeline. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, welcome to the show. Cheers. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. I'll get out like a keyboard later. Ooh, and pull together a little solo there. Oh, you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. <laughs> there are a lot of designers who are musically in t- inclined, but I'm not one. Right. No. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, well. Doesn't mean you can't. I mean, it doesn't mean, you know, if I haven't been drinking enough, mm. then I won't. Whew. You all right with that? That's, I mean, that's all right. stout. That'll get the job done. I'm a little concerned I didn't get it cold enough, so mm. that's my bad. Mm. That's really good. That Brian's going to cover it up for you. <laughs> cover up for a my mistakes bit. there. A little bit. Mm. Oh, man. So welcome to the show. Tell me about yourself, sir. I can't say I know a lot about you. We met uh, you were at Lycor, I believe. That's right. And then doing a um, little illustration project for you there. Mm-hmm. What I liked mm-hmm. about that was that you're, you were uh, illustrator and designer there, but you knew like the audience so well and you knew the product so well that all the little nuances of the illustration we were working on, you're like, this doesn't work you know, as far as this audience, they're going to read it this way, or you know. So, I really liked how um, knowledgeable you were about about that market there. That was that was a good experience for me. Well, but how was that for you working <clears throat> over there? Uh, it was interesting. Um, it was interesting. Like like, is a biotech company, so it's not really the place that you think about graphic design and illustration happening, um, but it does. And the the audience is way different. You know, it's very technical, like you said there. They have a very exacting idea of what things should be and not be. I mean, most of the, the people were PhDs and they've studied something for like 20 years and written all these papers and they're inherently distrustful of graphic design. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, yeah, honestly, the that was one of my biggest struggles there was they make things and if it looks like it was designed or it looks like it came out of a marketing department, it immediately loses that doctor 
uh, street cred. Right, right. Yeah, so like they're designing stuff with PowerPoint, making like posters that are like six feet by four <laughs> feet long. It's, I mean, it's a mess. It's it's a right. it's a nightmare, but they love it. So it's really like just walking that line between okay, guys, we need to look professional, but right. I don't want to spook right. the talent. So, so what was before that then? Oh man, I mean, it, it's been like a winding path uh, that got me there. That's why I'm kind of curious to like, because I don't know a whole lot, but I feel like we've been on these weird little, you know, intersecting life paths. Yeah, well, I mean, a the the design community is small, right? And you you get to know everybody. We're all kind of like working where the last person worked, and we just that's just the way it is. Um, Gosh, I mean, where should I start? I mean, it's I don't at know. the beginning. You tell like, me. I was the bored, yeah. and then uh, here uh, I am now. Okay, well, there were things that happened in between. Well, uh, I guess you know, I'll, I'll go in reverse chronological order. Okay, uh, let's do that. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, mix it up. That's yeah, good. Let's go. I'm. Uh, so I'm not from Nebraska. Okay, where are you from? I'm from uh, California. This doesn't sound chronological. You'd be like, I'm in Nebraska. Well, that, I know as of today, I'm in Nebraska. But when people find out where I'm from, they right. always ask, Well, why? Okay. Why would you? Why would you come here? Yeah. And and I like Nebraska. Yeah. But so yeah, I moved to Nebraska about eight years ago. Where, where in California? In uh, L.A. County. Yeah. So nobody would re- would recognize the name of the city where I grew up because it's one of the burbs. Right. That's in the sprawl of L.A. County, uh, Lakewood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what? where I grew up. And uh, so, what is it about Nebraska then? Like, why would you leave that? Well, so California is a great place to visit. Yeah. But it is very hard to live there sometimes. I mean, it's. Aegis traffic is, yeah. is just wild. I mean, this imagine spending like three, four hours a day just getting anywhere. And it, I mean, I mean anywhere, not like the long commute to work or you're going to some big event and, you know, then everyone's trying to get out at the end and just sit in your car. Right. I mean, you're trying to get down the street. Mm-hmm. And I used to live on the work, live on the street I worked on. It took me like an hour to get there. So that kind of sucked some of the fun out of it. And then occasionally you, you would make it to the beach. And yeah, like all the big shows and all the, the big sports teams and everybody was there. But when you're talking about a population that size, then everybody goes there. So it's a crazy getting there. It's crazy getting out. It's So it's nice in, in small doses, especially this time of year. I miss the sun right. Uh, right. a lot. Um, so it, it's a cool place. I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about it but well yeah don't don't you know let's not offend all our yeah yeah all the the, the big california (laughs) demo yeah they're Uh, they're sensitive like um for a while uh in the probably like late 90s early 2000s like um we had a client in burbank so we would Mm. we'd go out there and and work out there and i'm it was i'm uh, that was kind of what i thought too like it's it's fun to visit like there's a lot of I, it was it was a lot of higher ed, so we'd interview students and we'd talk to them. Hey, what are you doing? And they're like, I don't know. There's nothing to do around here. <laughs> are you kidding me? But you know, I, I also understand kind of where you're coming from because you could be driving around because we catch a flight at four o'clock in the morning, so you're driving to the airport at two in the morning or something, and you've got 16 lanes of traffic and there's all these people. Like, where are you going at this time? Why are there so many people? And so I can see where that would definitely just. And I felt trapped there too, between the mountains and the ocean. And I think maybe it's because I'm from the Midwest, where it's just like, you know, you got from both one side to the other, it's it's wide open space. But I always felt trapped in the valley there, just couldn't get out. So, but 
I don't know. It's a fun place to visit. They've got In-N-Out, which I love. So. Oh, In-N-Out is amazing. Yeah, there are certain things that, that you lose when mm -hmm. you leave there. In-N-Out is definitely one of them. Uh, but uh, Lincoln, Omaha, Nebraska has got really good food. That, that's one thing I was really happy to find to, to find out because well, living when, in different places. When did you get here again? I got here... I, yeah, I remember because it, um, a few years later it was 2008. And, and that was when like everything was just like tanking and terrible and, right. and I was in New Jersey at the time. What? What? You're, you're, you're giving me some crazy time. No, no. It's, so, uh, yeah, so I was I was uh, living in New Jersey working in Manhattan um, uh, because my wife's work had moved us there from, from California and you know and I'd never seen the East Coast before and I thought yeah man I'm gonna go see you know the city so it was it was a great experience I mean Jersey once you get away from Newark is beautiful <laughs> Newark is everything that they say it is it's, I know I know you, yeah. you think it's you think it's like a joke but man you take that train and you pull into there and it's there's fucking trash like <laughs> everywhere like are you kidding me like it's it's like a it's like a post-apocalyptic yeah town like at one time I was I was driving home and I got because the roads there are crazy too, just mm -hmm. crazy traffic, and I got forced on the off of, off of the road onto the exit, right, into Newark, right. and I was just like, whoa, I don't want to be here. So I I'm driving slowly through this town, and they're like people just shambling across the street, <laughs> and trash right. blowing, and like fires and trash cans, and this is like 5:30 yeah. on a Thursday, and it just people are looking at me like I'm not supposed to be there, and I'm just like I'm just frantically trying to find my way yeah. back onto the road, and and this was was before GPS was really a thing, so right, right. I was kind of freaked out. But once you get past that, it's yeah. it's just giant trees. Where, and, where were you living out there then? Uh, like like in Jersey or yeah 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 it was so I mean New Jersey shaped like a peanut uh -huh. I was living in this place called Bedminster which okay. is kind of in the middle of the peanut it's okay. about a like forty five minutes outside of Manhattan in good traffic yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh interesting okay I always liked New York like in the city itself like that energy and um, I would love to live there for a little while, but I would never just, I couldn't settle down there. That would be like way too rough, I think. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I did really appreciate leaving the city at the end of the day. I love being there like all day long, yeah. like roaming the streets and on the subways and yeah. all the different things and the amazing people. I mean, it was a very walkable city too. Like oh, I mean, it has it's to be. completely yeah. different than California. I mean, yeah. you have to drive everywhere there. Yeah. You could just walk everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it is a, a it's like just a little bit grittier. I think authentic is the word that everyone's throwing around now. It's very authentic. You know, I don't know if authentic is. No, I know. No, 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 I mean, once you get past out of like Times Square, once you get okay, out yeah. of like you know, um, like your day to day New Yorkers walking down the street, mm -hmm. you know, like yelling at, at people like who pull too far into the the crosswalk and just you know, I'm walking here. Right, right. And it just it's it's so good. It's like watching a movie about New York. <laughs> Uh, it's just because that's what's so real about it. Whereas yeah. in in California, I felt like there was always a veneer of right. politeness, but it wasn't quite honest sometimes. Yeah. So I really appreciated. Well, that and that was the difference. Somebody explained this to me, and I thought it it, it made a lot of sense. Where if you have a really good friend in California and your car breaks down at two in the morning, and you call them, they'll they'll say, "Oh, I'm so sorry. That's you know, I wish I could make it. Oh, it's terrible." Whereas on the East Coast in New York, same thing happens. You call your friend and they'll just like 
curse at you and call you an idiot and all these different things, but they'll come and get you. Right, right, right. Yeah, so that, that was kind of the difference. Yeah, uh, I can see yeah. that. I can see that. It was fun. Man, okay. So, okay, I don't know. We're just kind of bouncing around. So, yeah. uh, you went from California. Where'd you go to school? Did... Oh, that's, that's another story. Uh, all right. So, I mean, I was a bad student. Okay. In, in high school, I didn't really care about anything else besides art, and right. my, my grades reflected that. Right. So by the time it was time to graduate, I mean, I didn't take the SATs or any tests. You know, I had no, I didn't really have any ambition to go to school at the time. I didn't even know that like graphic design, what I do now, was a thing. It was like a career opportunity. Yeah, well, I yeah. didn't even know it existed. You yeah. know, I thought there was like, you know, artists like in the like capital A sense, and right. um, and that was I knew that there were people who made stuff. That was like advertising type stuff, but I didn't know what that was. So right. I just kind of floated around after yeah. after graduating, and then a, a buddy of mine to jump us around geographically. Yeah, let's time. do it. At this time, so at yeah. this time, I'm in high school. I'm in uh, New Mexico. Oh, okay. I'm Why not? Let's New go Mexico. Yeah, okay. yeah um, uh, uh, about 50 miles outside of Roswell, which, okay. which is the town that most people would recognize because yeah, of yeah. aliens and, and stuff. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> First so, contact. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm I'm in a, I'm in a little town outside of Roswell, and a buddy of mine that I was working with was gonna go to a community college in Albuquerque. Uh, when we went to visit, they had a 3D program, right? Which was fairly new at the time. Like Toy Story had barely come out like a year or two before, so it was like this new. Like, what? Yeah. So it was it was incredible. They had a cool program there, so I uh, I studied 3D. For, for a couple years. Nice. Um, you know, work, got my, my Photoshop chops, working on like painting textures and doing stuff like that. And, and I thought like 3D was what I was gonna do. And then I had a family emergency that took me back to California. And so that was kind of a bummer. So I was, well, for a lot of reasons, I mean, nobody likes a family emergency, but I was right. also kind of on this path right. for, to, to do 3D and then it kind of got interrupted. So I went back to California and with like an associates in 3D and there weren't a lot of people hiring at that time for 3D. I always, or if, if, if they were, they weren't returning my phone calls. Right. Well, uh, and I think some of that is just um, knowing how to network and knowing how hmm. to job hunt. Because I, I went through that too, like out of college and like admittedly, I didn't know how to find a job, you know, so... Oh, yeah. um, um, you know, there could, there might have been opportunities there. It might have just been timing, and it might have been just like, you know, how do you find those sort of opportunities? Yeah, and and you're right. I mean, that's a good point because, like, in retrospect, when I look back at all the really good opportunities that I've found since then, it's like it's it's really who you know and word of mouth, and you know, establishing your reputation, and that carries on through somebody else, and then they have positive things to say and then they refer you or you hear about things through your whatever network you've developed but when you're kind of like moving from place to place you kind of start all over yeah you don't yeah. know anybody from the ground up, yeah so, it's, so that's that's kind of tough so at that time i was thinking gosh i'm not really finding any any 3d work and really my passion was illustration like drawing was what kind of brought me uh to that point because at this time i was going to craigslist to looking for, for work you know right. and there weren't a lot of craigslist ads in the art and design category for illustrator or, or something like that yeah yeah it's pretty slow seconds but when i was looking around there was a there was a ton of design right you know graphic design web design was still kind of in its in its early infancy people were still designing stuff with tables mm -hmm. uh, which i had done um at school a little bit so i got to thinking it's like well maybe i'll check out this graphic design thing maybe i'll kind of 
develop around that. I didn't really like graphic design. I always thought graphic designers were like artists who couldn't draw, which just seemed ridiculous to me because I had always drawn. Right, right. And, and it wasn't until I started trying to do it that I realized how hard it was, how like, you know, to make text look good and how to compose stuff on a page. Like I knew how to draw something, but when you took the drawing away, Right. And it was just like shapes and colors and words and things like that. I was like, I was, I, I felt like I was back at square one again, but. Even just like basic, you know, like you said, it's just taking that time to kind of dig into it and realize, oh, there's a lot more to this than, you know, what you initially thought maybe just looking at it on the surface. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there are a lot of things that are like that, that are deceptively simple. And I think especially now, like. I mean, we're bombarded with advertising all the time and really good design all the time to the point where we just take it for granted. Right. It's everywhere you look. You know, I'm looking around the room right now and I'm seeing that cool stuff. Right. And it's not until you start to dissect it and you realize that all the decisions that made into like why that image is where it is and why the colors are the way they are and why the, the text was, you know, formatted the way that it is, that you realize just how deliberate all it is. Right. It all right. is. And how it all breaks down if something gets shifted just a little bit. You know, it's funny because people tease designers about like, oh, you know what, I'm just gonna like tap this, the left arrow or the right arrow and just get the, the wedding a little bit. Oh, no, no, no. You know, and you're dealing with like things, like a pixel width yeah, apart. One tick pixels. in. Yeah. Mm, now one tick out. Mm, go back one tick yeah. in. Like. But it's so funny because then when somebody sees it and you haven't done that, they know that something's wrong and they'll say, oh, I don't know it's if just, I like yeah, it. But they can't They off. can't put their finger yeah. on it. And it, then you go a, in and you tweak it. Yeah, there's a certain level of uh, just that polish or finesse that... Yeah, you know, yeah, You're yeah, trying yeah. to put the puzzle together and you and I would solve the puzzle different ways, but exactly. the end result, yeah. it, it works. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I, I went to basically a trade school uh -huh. to, to learn 3D and then five, six years later, I ended up enrolling in the Art Institute. Okay. The Like, so online. So I was like, at this time, I, it, it was just funny because at this point in my career, I was already, I was working as a designer and I had self-taught myself a lot, mm -hmm. but I was starting to feel the gaps. Right. You know, because... Just because you know the applications doesn't mean you know why these things work. Sorry, my yeah, mouth's no, full. No, that's... <laughs> well, my, mine should be too. Right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, you know, it is, you know, you, you learn certain things, you pick up certain things, but, I mean, there's a lot about, I mean, design and typography, those, th two, those two things are just like, yeah. where we're joined at the hip, but it took me a long time to really give typography the, the kind of love that it required and the kind of attention, because it is just this craft in getting it right, and, and it's deep. But at first, it was so boring. Yeah. Like, I was like, Ugh, this is not as cool as like drawing superheroes, like, you know, jumping from one panel to the next, because I, I like comic books. But you need to know how it works. Right. And then, because if before you do, you're always wrestling with it. It's never doing what you want it to do. It's supposed to like magically kind of work itself together. Right. And it wasn't until I actually had a curriculum and somebody kind of saying, okay, now you need to learn this and now you need to learn that. Because I know there's some debate between like self-taught versus uh, like going to school for design. And I totally get it because there's some people, I mean, they, they just use all the free resources of the internet, which weren't a thing when I was yeah. growing up. And they're able to like piece together a curriculum for themselves and <laughs> they make it work. But, but I, and I think for me at least, I could get so far with that but at some point, I started to feel the things that I was kind of 
not doing just like if you were a student and there was a topic you weren't very passionate about you might kind of give like your like a c effort and not kind of get past it and i got to the point where i was like i can't i can't give typography a c effort i need to really go in and i need somebody to really walk me through this process so i i know what i'm you know I, i'm learning what i need to learn and i'm not missing anything right <laughs> i i wish that that something that was part of the curriculum because there's a, a lot of assignments that are going to be based on like, okay, now set this text, you know, they'll give you a famous quote or a passage from something like, so set this in a, you know, a book format, what are your gutters? And um, I wish there was something because that we run into a lot more, which is like, okay, you did this. Now we're going to go through and take these words out and add these words in these places. Now reset that to look good sort of thing. Because two beautiful columns of text. You send it back and they're like, well, we only want to change a few words in here, right? It's like, you don't understand like what just went into this thing. So I feel like that would be really beneficial for a lot of students to like have that return to them. Now reset this again, you know, sort of thing. Or unless you did that, I don't know. No, like, that's that's actually a really good idea because honestly, when you were talking about the difference between theory and the real world, yeah, words getting pulled out and shoved in to, to layouts that's the real world yeah all and, the time and it's like well we're only changing a few words it's not that big of a deal right you know no it's a big deal you yeah know? well especially because there's a lot of times when you're you're talking with clients that are trying to cram every as much information into something as possible and depending on who you're talking to they either have an appreciation for or no regard for like negative space right and yeah i understand we got this space yeah. why don't we put something over there yeah what why would you give me this yeah. like like half an inch around this entire page i mean i mean how many square inches of that yeah could we be filling with content <laughs> it's like oh my gosh maybe man, you not... need to be more succinct with what you're trying to tell me here yeah i mean it's <laughs> It's like it, it's a it's a brochure, not like a NASCAR. Right, You're right, not right. trying to like cram logos every single place you can possibly make them fit. Yeah. But that's what it feels like sometimes. But you know that that's the reality, and I yeah. think it's something you kind of figure out in your process. So until you you know, before you spend two hours just spending way too much time <laughs> making right. your copy correct, you're getting those changes from the client you're talking to them and, and even then it's probably going to happen at, like at the last minute but right. you're at least setting yourself up so you don't spend two hours and then they break it and then we finally ran it by legal they want these changes oh yeah down. oh gosh yeah no i mean i, I that'd be, actually that'd be fun for like a, a curriculum for a class so they set it up and then you come back have them reset some stuff and then right at like the last day before the end of the semester, you're like, oh, we heard back from legal. We need to make these changes. Reset the time on this. That is, a, that is such a good idea. That is such a <laughs> I'm good, in love with yeah, this idea. Yeah, well, you know what? And, and it's so funny because that's exact. I think that's the big disconnect between design school and design as a career right. are those exact type of things because you get mad. You know, yeah. the first time... Where your legal department gets a hold of it and says, nope, we need to change this and we can't say that and all these different things. And, oh, and, and I I showed it to this other person who was not involved in the process yeah, at all yeah. until like the day before it goes to print and now we have to like adjust all these things. And yeah. that's that's real life. It's like there should, you know, there should be a course, you know, granted you, you keep the training wheels on it first when you're learning the theories and all these things. Sure. But when it gets down to the, the, the real, it's, we're going to break it. Yeah. And like, like, a week before this thing, this project is due and you have to fix it. Yeah. And that's honestly, then you have like grade based on how you deal with that. You come to me complaining about it. That's a, that's a one down one letter grade. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you ever teach? We yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably like how this whole podcast <laughs> came about because like we met up or like over at uh, Cottonwood. We're over oh yeah, that's right. We're just like, hey, yeah. let's hang out and and then just having lunch and talking with you, and uh, you were hating on something about I was talking about teaching, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I just kind of like shut down. You're like, what did I? You know, I think you said did I poke the bear or something like that. And I was like, no, I like. I just thought it was an interesting conversation. I wish you know we were recording it. I think that was the reasons why I actually decided to do this. Just like it was an interesting conversation. That ah, you know what? I'm meeting a lot of interesting people. Let's talk about this stuff. Let's record it. I don't know. Maybe somebody gets something out of this. If not, I don't care because I'm having some great martinis and I'm dry right now. How are you doing? You I, I I could use a little bit more. All right, let's. let's I still don't really know. Okay, so California, New Jersey. And uh, Art Institute Online. Does that mm-hmm. sound about right? Yep, yep. Okay, good. Synopsis. Let's uh, let's get a couple more drinks and come back to this thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Mr. Banks, for coming over, having a, uh, one of those damn dirty martinis with me. Um, it was good catching up with you. I learned a lot about your history. Fun sharing some uh, uh, ideas as far as teaching. Um, if you're interested in following Anthony, he's at ARG Banks on Instagram. Uh, you can probably track him down on Behance as well. Good stuff there. Kind of see what he's up to. If you enjoyed the show, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, you can do all that stuff on iTunes. I mean, you're listening to it, so you probably have a pretty good idea where that's at. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Bastard Martini, or if you want more information on the episodes, visit the website, oldbastardmartinilunch.com. And if you're looking for a little bit of uh, uh, maybe a freelancer, maybe somebody to help out with a little design, help out with some illustration work, check out my website, petermorse.us. If you like it and you want to send me some work, then use my email, me at petermorse.us. I want to hear what you got going on. In the meantime, have another martini. I know I will, but without the brine.